What will you be singing this Christmas? We're struggling over the cost of living. We're striking over our workers' wage. So we may not feel much in the mood. Yet, even in this winter of discontent, we will find ourselves singing something. A lot of football anthems are now off the playlist, but we might reach for something profound like when the snowman brings the snow. Or we might settle for something mundane like we built this city on sausage rolls. In here this morning, we've already sung a fair bit But out there, what will you go on singing this Christmas? We could take our lead from Mary, the mother of Jesus. There in our last reading from Luke's gospel, she sings of something far weightier than chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Mary's heart has been stirred by the God who has come. Not to Tinseltown or Fairyland. No, Mary sings of the God who has come to such a world as this. A world with so many troubles, so far from bliss. And this God who comes who reveals himself to us, is so different to what we ever imagined and so much better than we ever hoped. Glance there at Luke chapter 1, verse 48. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. Firstly, this God who has come is the mighty one. Mary sings, verse 49, the mighty one has done great things for me. The great thing done for her is this. God chose not simply to step into this world, but to be born into this world. The baby she is carrying is none other than God taking to himself human flesh. Come among us in the person of Jesus Christ. Impossible was Mary's first reaction when the angel brought this news, and well might our initial reaction be. God come as a weak, vulnerable, helpless baby. But this is exactly what this God is about. He takes the little and the lowly and makes it marvelous. He He loves the humble, the unseemly, the excluded, the weak, and the broken. Mary now grasps 
just how mighty this God truly is. Indeed, coming to reside there in Mary's womb is the mightiest thing he has ever done. Secondly, this God who has come is the Holy One. Mary sings, verse 49, Holy is his name. It is out of his holiness and in holiness that this God comes. That's because the holiness of God has to do with the purity and perfection of his love. The wonder here is that the Holy One moves towards, not away from, those who are unholy. And he moves heaven and earth to do that. Soon he will be found lying in a mangy cattle trough of all places. Still, holy is his name. Silent night, holy night, son of God, love's pure light, radiant beams your holy face with the dawn of saving grace. Holiness is outgoing. God has come to us so that we can come to him. Moreover, God became a human being like us so that we can become holy like him. Thirdly, this God who has come is the merciful one. Mary sings, verse 50, His mercy extends to those who fear him. God has come in the person of Jesus Christ. But how will he be towards us when he gets up close and personal? More specifically, how will he be towards me? The prospect is surely a fearful thing because I've been far from humble and holy. But the experience is something else. See how this God was towards Mary? He extends mercy. We like to relate to one another on the basis that each gets what they deserve. And often we take a little too much pleasure in that. Thankfully, Jesus hasn't come to give you and I what we deserve. That would finish us. Instead, Jesus extends mercy. Mercy is precisely not giving a person what they deserve, holding back the ill consequences of their actions, giving space for them to reorient their lives. Showing mercy is a commitment to come alongside and stay alongside, a commitment God himself made in coming to us. Think on how it was for Mary at the receiving end of God's mercy 
now a mother. Her life could never be the same again. So, what will you be singing this Christmas? You could take your lead from Mary, who sings of the God who has come, who is mighty enough to become one of us, who is holy enough to come and live with us, who is merciful enough to be for us. But someone here is surely thinking, that's all well and good for Mary. It may even be all well and good for you, but it's not for me. You're glad if Mary and others walk away personally blessed. If Jesus works for someone, great, but Jesus isn't for everyone, you say. Well, Mary herself is quick to disagree. She doesn't limit her praises to what God has done for her alone in private. Glance there at verse 54. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. The coming of God into the world has been long promised. It's an arrival written into the plot line of history itself. Generations earlier, way before Israel was a nation, God had first made this promise to a man named Abraham, that he would bless him and through him bless the whole world. Indeed, the promise was that one of Abraham's own descendants would himself be that blessing. The child now there in Mary's womb. This was the one. God with us. So Mary's song, it is personal but it is never to be kept private. It is to be sung from the rooftops, in public. Why? So the promise of this blessing can continue to cascade down from generation to generation until it reaches each of our ears. You need to hear it, that it might become deeply personal to you in turn. The God who has come is mighty enough to become one of us, is holy enough to come and live with us, is merciful enough to be for us. In short, he is all that we need in a Savior. When Jesus' young eyes began to focus And he saw Mary for the first time. What must that have been like? When your eyes began to focus and you saw Jesus for who he is for the first time, what was that like? 
There's nothing wrong with chestnuts roasting on an open fire. But we can do so much better. Try all I want for Christmas is you. A God so much better than we ever hoped. Not only one we need, but one we would actually want. This is the God who has come to us. Do take this Luke's gospel away with you. Read it over the coming days. It's, it's short and it's gripping. Let Jesus stir your heart this Christmas as you meet him in these pages. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. Amen.